everyone. Welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm Sarah. And I'm James. And today, we're going to be talking about Abbott Elementary. So, James, it's been a little while since we've recorded. What you been up to? Oh, so many things. So many things? Well, the reason we couldn't record is because you were on a trip. Yes, I ruined everything. Sorry. Do you have any big updates from that trip? <laughs> or no? Um... I mean, it was a work trip. Um, I wasn't prepared for the party version of my coworkers, but I guess I'm prepared for next time. <laughs> okay. Did you sing karaoke? That was the big. Oh talk no, I, I did not. Okay. There were two nights where karaoke happened. The first time I went and nobody pressured me, and I enjoyed other people performing. And the second time was the after after party, which was after like already eight hours of a party and i was like i am tired i'm going back to the hotel so i did not go to second oh, karaoke. Go to okay nice yeah. so i got out of it dodged the karaoke success but it sounds like this is going to be a thing i'm going to have to try and dodge on every single work trip and they do these twice a year so oh twice a year ongoing Damn. problem <laughs> nice. well my my big event that you missed out on mm-hmm. was i went to wwe extreme rules in philadelphia oh how was that oh it was good yeah and we want to tell the listeners about potential plans of covering a wwe event yes (laughs) as you went to a k-pop concert with me never having gone to one before i intend to go to some sort of wrestling event with you (laughs) having never gone to one before and then we'll record about it yeah Hold on, Jamie's in here. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Hi, Oh, so cute. He Hi, Jamie. You. Okay, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so I don't know what kind of event to choose, because, like, the one that I went to was a pay-per-view, so it was just, like, match after match after match, whereas, like, if we go to, like, a weekly episode then it will have like more silly like talk segments in between the matches i don't know what's better though because sometimes the talk segments are hilarious and sometimes they're just like even dumber than watching matches so (laughs) yeah i don't know i also don't know the next time that it will be in philly Mm. because wrestlemania 2024 is actually going to be in philadelphia and i looked at the schedule i didn't see anything prior to that yet oh but yeah the one i went to was good though i um we saw the first ever singles women's ladder match, I believe, for a title. I don't know how many qualifiers oh. need to be in there for it to be the first ever, but uh, <laughs> that was our favorite match. I went with my wife. Mm-hmm. And then, but we actually got like seats that were closer than we normally get. So we were like, we weren't on the ground floor, but we were like one seat into the stadium seating. Okay. But it was actually, I actually wouldn't recommend it. Because it was close enough that, like, even if you stood up, because there's, like, a stand-up culture in America to, like, mm-hmm. stand up at events. like <laughs> Yeah. Like, once everybody on the floor stood up, we still couldn't see, like, the wrestlers' like entrances, oh. which is something that I like to see. So you need more of a bird's-eye view. Yeah. So I would recommend, like, we we had seats before that may have been, like, you know, like, 10 rows up. Mm-hmm. I think that was, like, the sweet spot that we Ooh, should go for it from now on. Okay. But because we were so close, one of the matches went into the audience. And oh. we were like, so there was like an aisle between the end of the floor seating and then the, 
the barrier to the start of the stadium seating so the match mm-hmm. the two guys went like right in front of us like we could have oh, t- we, we could have touched them <laughs> if we wanted to but i i wimped out and i didn't touch them <laughs> <laughs> that was cool and then nice. um at the end speaking of spooky season sarah <laughs> oh yeah there was there's this wrestler that's been gone for a while who does some like i would say he does like creepy stuff but People are like really into him and he didn't have a match or like come in the middle of a match, but the end of the pay-per-view was just like him showing up just to like, and they did this whole theatrical like lights going out. And then they, Ooh. all his like different creepy puppet characters were like full-sized humans. Now <laughs> and it was, it was uh, the energy in the crowd was insane for this guy. <laughs> it was awesome. Right. Um, so that was fun. Uh, so yeah, I had to figure out, when we're gonna do it this would have been it if you were had been available we probably would have just gone to this yeah it was just right before i was leaving and i already had another thing planned yeah um so i'll have to think about okay what's what's the best yeah i don't know but we'll see i think that'll be fun when we get to it it'll be fun i'm a little nervous about it but i did actually find a wrestling fan at my work thing and asked for advice on how to like blend in in the crowd when i finally get to one of these um, the way he described it, it just sounded a lot like a K-pop concert. He's like, everybody's on their feet and they do chants. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's K-pop. Yeah, you I, don't, can, I can handle it. There's no it. need to blend in. <laughs> I mean, there's a good spread of men and women there, so you won't have an issue with that. With that like I did. <laughs> that was the only reason that I couldn't blend in. Mm, okay. But yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Were you able to watch anything well, while you uh, were gone? I realized how much tv i have now been starting to watch like week to week like as it comes out because i am like behind on a whole bunch of things but let's see uh there's two things that i would like to talk about one is the midnight club came out and so i've been slowly making my way through that this is a spooky show for spooky season so i can only watch it during the daytime and like one episode at a time so that's (laughs) taking a while but other than that i just went through all of dickinson because oh my gosh that show is so good yes nice what do you think um <laughs> it just, it just kind of ends right it does it does just kind of end there's no like great overarching final thing that needs to be told about emily dickinson i feel like yeah yeah it is kind of like an artsy ending Mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah by the end didn't like sue yeah, you okay. Um, there you go. I was wondering. Yeah. That was a character I was wondering about. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, it's like by second season, I'm like done with Sue. She's no yeah. good anymore. I don't really get why Emma even likes her, other than that they're just like, I guess they had their whole childhood together, so that we didn't get to yeah. see. But yeah, <laughs> that, that part of the show kind of like annoyed me <laughs> a little bit. Um, Let's see. Austin had a moment where I really didn't like him, but other than that, was like really good. And um, Lavinia, I think, yeah, she's my Yeah, Lavinia. She's, she comes around and I, I like it. Like season two, she's in her just like, spooky witch phase and she's like fuck it let's talk to some ghosts and uh, yeah. <laughs> i have a bunch of crystals and sure yeah and it's it's a fun time yeah okay awesome i'm glad that worked out <laughs> that's the fastest yeah. you've watched any show i recommended probably well yeah <laughs> probably it was my uh i i downloaded a bunch for the plane and then didn't watch any on the plane but like when i was winding down in the hotel at the end of the day i was like i will watch this show and i got through a lot of it <laughs> Oh, so if you watched the She-Hulk finale. Oh my gosh, that, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I forgot. Okay. There's so much stuff going what on. What the yes, hell did you think was, about the She-Hulk that finale? Was, that was so weird, and I loved it. Okay, okay, interesting. <laughs> I love the weird meta nonsense that happened, and 
the like calling out of Marvel tropes. I yeah, it was okay. so good. I feel like I didn't love it or hate it. It was just like, okay, this is a thing that they did. I hope they never <laughs> do it again. Like you, you can't do this again, right? It's like yeah, yeah. Only yeah. one show gets to do this, and then yeah, I it was think just this okay. was the show for it. I suppose I don't. Yeah, I don't really know like what like the end of the show should have been if it wasn't that. <laughs> um, but whatever. She Hulk's in the universe now. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> But you didn't get to figure out exactly what was up with Bruce. I mean, you got a little bit at that. Yeah, I think that's like, a bigger thing it's going to be. Like yeah. I said, I think I predicted, like, he might be trying to bring Iron Man back to life or something. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't watch Andor today, but I was caught up until today. Oh, yeah, same. I forgot it was Andor day. Yeah. So episodes four through six really liked. But mm-hmm. I didn't, I haven't said yet. I did, forgot to say this in the last podcast. I think... Most of the time, you know, like whoever's listening to our podcast probably could just go watch the show we're talking about and then they could get a sense of the show faster than listening to the podcast. <laughs> Fair, um, yeah. So you're listening to the podcast if you know you like us talking. But I would say for the Andor, for Andor specifically, like I would listen to our podcast and then go start watching episode four of the show. Like that's <laughs> that's how little I thought of the first three episodes of Andor. Mm, nonsense. Andor's great. <laughs> I think you could get by with just listening to our podcast though. <laughs> like you get you you'll get the gist of the characters and then mm. I don't know. We'll see what they do. I, I, it seems like the show is kind of breaking itself up into like four three part episodes kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes um sense. So I don't know what they're going to do after episode six, but hopefully they, but episode four through six, like didn't tie into episode one, two, one, two, and three. So yeah. there's just random characters that are <laughs> out there from one, two, and three that are just, I'm still confused why they were in the show at all, but I, I guess they'll come back around. I think they'll come back around. Yeah. 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 So curious what's going to happen next in that show, but okay. I think that's all I have. I also am getting tied up because the the Phillies are in the playoffs now, <laughs> so that oh. is taking up a lot of my time that would have been spent <laughs> watching some shows. Fair enough. I'm actually like a week behind on Survivor, <laughs> and oh. I didn't watch it tonight. Oh my gosh! Because um, the Phillies were on. The Phillies were on the last two Wednesdays, so I didn't know that the Phillies superseded Survivor. This well, is I mean, shocking news. You could to actually me. watch Survivor the next day. But then other stuff came up, so okay, I'll be caught up in no time. The hardest part is staying <laughs> off of like social media and getting spoiled. Mm, yeah, I think I know like some people that maybe didn't get voted out, but I don't know who got voted out. Interesting. I have also not watched those two episodes yet, so I can't okay. ruin it for you either. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Anything cool. else? Um. Yeah, probably, but I've forgotten it. So let's okay, just not get into talking about this show. All right, Abbott Elementary. You got a want my little, breakdown. I want your little wiki breakdown. Okay, this show started in 2021, and it's still going. Mm-hmm. There are two episodes. I mean, sorry, there are two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> two seasons. First season second was 13. Second season is ongoing. Yeah, second season's ongoing. I believe episode five of season two aired tonight at nine mm-hmm. o'clock. It airs Wednesdays at 9 on ABC, for anybody who likes to watch it live. Um, Nonsense. Thir- yeah, 13 episodes of season one. I'm not sure if season two is also 13 episodes, or it might actually be more. Mm, okay. They might, have, they might have got more episodes based on season one, because I believe the show had a lot of, um, one was nominated and won many re- awards, or it was in the, yeah. including I think, Emmys, I believe. 
Yeah, I think it was nominated for six Emmys and it won three of them. I think I saw it. Yeah, that's pretty good. This show is a, I didn't realize this, it's a mockumentary style comedy sitcom. So it's like The Office or Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Office, Parks and Rec. And then I kind of throw Modern Family into this group of shows. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched that? Yeah. Yes. But what's different about Modern Family is that. I feel like the off the office didn't feel like it at first, but then eventually they like broke the fifth wall or fourth wall or whatever, and then like the <laughs> show was like, oh, this has been a documentary the whole time. Yeah, right. And I don't mm-hmm. was Parkin did Parks and Rec do that? No, they basically ignored it. <laughs> okay, okay. Modern Family is the same way. I think mm-hmm. they just like they have like the confessionals, but it's not supposed to be like it's just like a narrative tool not like yeah. an actual documentary whereas this show from the start is just it's actually a documentary that's being filmed in this this uh school in, in philadelphia yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's the mockumentary style and it's actually they're actually doing a documentary in the show mm-hmm. but here's the wiki a documentary crew is recording the lives of teachers working in underfunded mismanaged schools one of the places they've decided to document is philadelphia's willard r abbott elementary school uh, it follows a group of teachers brought together in one of the worst public schools in the country simply because they love teaching. Combination of the wiki and IMDb breakdown. Okay. I like this idea. What about this idea do you Teachers like? that love teaching. Teaching oh. in schools that uh, are, are, it's going to be tough. You know? Yeah. That seems like a show going to have some stuff in it, you know? <laughs> I am curious. I, I was curious, like, okay, how is this going to be funny, you know? I thought it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this could be really a real show, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. There is uh, one other note I would like to add, which is, like, you know, they're nominated for a bunch of Emmys, and usually, like, shows, they get a budget to, like, put a bunch of ads out that are, like, vote for us for the Emmys or whatever. Like, that's a thing that shows do. Really? Okay. Um, I didn't know that. And the people that make this show instead, like, donated all of that money to underfunded schools, and I just thought that was really cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. They well spent. actually give a shit. That yeah. makes a lot more sense. <laughs> and they still won some Emmys. So, you know, yeah. good job show. Well, maybe they got press coverage from doing the donation. You know? Well, okay, sure, Meta. maybe. But... <laughs> no, but that, that's smart. But yeah, that's all you got. All right. Any, cool. any setup that you wanted for the show? Um, this is your show, Sarah. That's right. It is my show. Um, I kind of watched the first episode a while back on a whim. And then, I, I don't know, it just it it struck me. I enjoyed it. Um, I am finding more and more that they're like things that are set in Philly, just like I connect with, even though like I don't live in oh, Philly proper. Okay. There's still just a bit of me that's like, oh, familiar stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that, that um, show has this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, have, you ever, I don't know. have you ever checked out the Goldbergs? I have. Yes. Okay. Also similar Philly vibe. <laughs> that's like that takes place in Jenkintown, I believe, which is like one town over from where I grew up. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like really close. Nice. I don't know how many references. I, the one kid wears like a flyer shirt all the time in that show. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many references there are. But this show had a ton of Philadelphia references. like in the, Oh, yeah. Especially in the first episode. Yeah. In the first episode. Yeah. I saw this show. I saw ads for this show, I think, because season two was coming out. And I, it did mm-hmm. look like something I might like. But I had no idea it was mockumentary format that did not come through in oh. the ads for me. Yeah. Is is that format something that appeals to you or just? I feel like every show I've watched with that, I've liked it was a really popular format. Like The Office made it popular for a while. And I don't know how mm-hmm. many other shows copied it, but most of the shows I copied it, I feel like it was also a good style. It's just like a way to like see the internal thoughts of of the characters. Yeah. And 
the like the confessionals can be like way more over the top than the normal mm-hmm. situation that they're in. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun format. I like it. I was surprised that there was a show that was still doing it though, because I felt like it was kind of like out of style at this point. Oh yeah, that's fair. There's probably so many of these that I just like for whatever reason can't <laughs> remember right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do you it. Want to get us started on episode one? Okay, sure. Episode one opens on who we find out is Janine Teagues, who is a teacher. Uh, Second moving grade around teacher. her class. Second grade teacher. Yeah, she's she's moving around her class, checking their work there practicing writing sentences about their favorite movies and their characters in those movies. And one kid's like, their favorite movie is Toy Story and their favorite character is Woody. And then another kid is like, their favorite movie is American Gangster and their favorite character is Frank <laughs> Lucas. I've never seen this movie, but I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> and it seems to be about a guy that smuggled a lot of drugs. So Yeah. <laughs> There's a few jokes like this throughout where, like, the kids know references to movies that they definitely should not have seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think The Shining comes up at some point. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, when I was taking notes for the show, uh-huh. I struggled at first with deciding, like, okay, how do I write the names of these characters? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so this is Janine Teagues, but she's a teacher, so do I call her Miss Teagues or do I call her Janine? How do we, how do we want to do this? Um, I think I went back and forth on different characters and eventually settled into using their first names. Okay. I think I switched to first names eventually, except there's one teacher that we're going to get to that I I feel like I must call her by her last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she yeah. demands I, it. She demands yes, it. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Okay. Okay. I think we're on the same page then here. Okay. All right. So we'll call this. This is Janine. Yes. Because uh, the show is through the eyes of the teachers. Right, so they mm-hmm. they think they refer to each other as to, by first names, except for maybe when students are around, they don't. Yeah. So you do kind of need to know both their first and last name to watch the show. Uh, but yeah, we also find out that she has been working at Abbott Elementary for one year, and I think she's only going to be one of two teachers that survived last year. Like, I, I don't know how many new teachers they get per year, but the oh, she said, that, like, I think she said they had twenty new teachers came in. Oh wow. And at the beginning of this episode, there are three left. <laughs> oh, there's three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. The next thing that happens in this scene is that I think like two kids are fighting or something happened. And she's yeah, like, one kid hits another one and <laughs> yeah. you know how kids are. But she's like ma- trying to make the one kid apologize. And then she starts like counting, like she's going to get to three and then the kid's going to do it. And then she just starts counting past three. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just refuses to listen. <laughs> yeah. So this is, I, guess, I don't know where she came up with this strat- this number counting strategy, but she's very well, committed to it. <laughs> I think she doesn't know what else to do. Like, yeah, that's true. It is a, it's a tough crowd she's working with and she does not seem to have the authority yet, like yeah. the confidence, I guess, to really like. <laughs> nail that only having to count to three situations like we can tell from this from the beginning that this like counting thing does not work for her at all mm-hmm. but she still like recommends it to some of the other teachers <laughs> later yeah. and then i think she said at some point to somebody like by the time you get to 40 they're bound to, 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 to quiet down or something yeah like somewhere between 1 and 40 it works <laughs> yeah. so i think we only see her count to 10 here in the beginning but she admits that she counts up to 40 sometimes <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so this really sets the pace for like what to expect from both her and her students. They they know a little yeah. too much about the world and and she's doesn't exactly have control over the situation. 
And then uh, we get a couple of, like, I guess they're, like, character moments of just, like, how the school is underfunded. Mm -hmm. She has a book with all the presidents in it, but it's, like, an old book, so it doesn't have the last three presidents in them. So she had so she to, like, tape the, tape the pictures <laughs> of the, the last three presidents into the book. Mm -hmm. And then here's a Philadelphia reference right away. It's, like, she's talking about how they have no money for the school, but the Eagles Stadium like down the street is having like a multi-million dollar renovation mm -hmm. yeah uh which is yeah good point mm -hmm. <laughs> good valid point yep yep. that is silly prioritization and they even showed some of it actually i did not look up where this was filmed if they actually film any part of it in philly or not but oh i didn't look that up either they did have a shot of the actual eagle stadium but yeah that mm -hmm. could just be stuck yeah then she um she starts talking about i mean she's really positive even though like they have no money. The kids don't listen. Um, but she, she starts talking about the other teachers who work there and that they're all amazing. And that she looks up to them for the most part. Um, at least the older ones. And then we get a shot of one of the three remaining uh, new teachers. And her classroom is just utter chaos. They're screaming and throwing things. And she's begging them to sit down. And it is not working. Oh, okay. I didn't even write down that part. Is this uh, Miss Schwartz? Um. This is the, I, the woman I didn't that's going to get in trouble, right? Down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think it's Miss Schwartz. Okay. Yeah. We'll get back to Miss Schwartz. <laughs> Next thing I have is that uh, we're back in Janine's classroom, and all the mm -hmm. kids are dancing to Baby Shark. <laughs> oh, you did miss one important thing before the opening credits, which is she's, like, talking about how she's confident, and then she's, like, in the hallway, and she turns and looks in her room, and there's just a kid peeing on her rug. Oh, yeah, okay. Which is an important event for this episode that's true yeah everybody's rug at some point in all the classrooms is like really crappy and they have to get rid of them all basically yes and this kid is like the toilets didn't work so this is where i went so not only do they not have money for books they don't have money to fix the toilets either yeah or get new carpets yes okay but now after the opening credits we're gonna yes. have Everybody in the classroom is dancing around a baby shark. Are you familiar with <laughs> yes. baby shark, Sarah? I am familiar with baby <laughs> okay. shark. There was a point in time where they made the K-pop kids sing baby shark at things. So, yes. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Did you know that there's a baby shark TV show? That I did not On Nick know. Jr. Okay. Oh, Got to get with the time, Sarah. Is it good? Um, do we need to do an episode about it? <laughs> um, it's okay. There are better Nick Jr. shows. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I like that it uh, it's like it does like you know two episodes per episode kind of show, mm -hmm. and one of them was like a parody of Sandlot in like the first episode <laughs> when it came out. I appreciated that. Yeah, they got to put something in for the parents who uh, get stuck watching this. It's kind of like it's like a little bit like a like SpongeBob animation because like mm -hmm. or like the Nickelodeon world, so they used a lot of like the underwater style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, it's just okay. <laughs> There's, there are better <laughs> Nick Jr. shows out there. Okay. But yeah, so at this point, uh, another teacher is going to come into the classroom to complain about the baby shark music that's blasting <laughs> in Janine's classroom. And this is Miss Howard, the one character yes. that I would uh, on only <laughs> use her last name. <laughs> we will say her name is Barbara. but Barbara, yeah. yes. Barbara Howard. Miss Howard. Yeah. Commands respect. <laughs> Yeah, Janine starts counting again to get the class to settle down. <laughs> and then Miss Howard's just like, everybody in their seats. And then all the kids <laughs> just stop immediately. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And then, oh no, the best line in this scene is when before she gets the kids to settle down, 
she's like she's like you're distracting my kindergartners i'm trying to teach them a letter c this he's like and then she said this song is like back that ass up for kids <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh real good yeah that was good <laughs> oh yeah that was great and some like even like at this point janine's like oh thanks for she's just following her she loves this woman like she looks up to her so much and like has been like trying to get her to hang out with her she says she reminds her of a teacher her favorite teacher back in the day who like put on her report card that she was clingy and needed friends her own age so there's like a weird dynamic going on here uh where like janine just desperately wants this woman to pay attention to her and she's just busy doing her class stuff and doesn't care yeah because i guess she's been teaching she's been teaching here for a year already so she's probably been trying to get on miss howard's good side for a year at this point yeah 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 <laughs> I think she even accidentally calls her mom in this scene. Like it's a it's a whole. Thing. Oh really? I missed that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but when then we also get to know uh, Miss Howard because they're basically like jump jumping between like normal scenes and then confessionals mm -hmm. for each of the teachers as we get introduced to them, and uh, we find out Miss Howard uh, loves teaching even though yes. she seems really strict. Mm -hmm. And then I think Janine is like. Oh, where where's your class right now? And she's like, they're quietly standing in a line in the hallway, <laughs> and then they walk outside, and they're just they're just like chilling there. Yep, <laughs> not making exactly a sound. what they're supposed to. And yep. then as soon as Janine walks out, they're like, "Hi, Mrs. Teague." <laughs> <laughs> they're like totally perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and her kids are young. Like she's what kindergartners, I think. Is she? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, they're, like they're like two like years way younger, way better behaved. <laughs> yeah, Janine's class. I think Janine is like trying to get Miss Howard to like go to lunch with her or something or do something together. Yeah, and then yeah. she is like really just dodging it. And like you can tell Miss Howard doesn't really want anything to do with Janine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or at the very least, Janine is like really overeager and Miss Howard is just like tired of it. Yeah, it's hard to tell who's like who's being more intense in this situation <laughs> so far. Yeah, we're still getting to know them. Who's the next teacher we meet? Oh, the next teacher we meet, meet is Jacob Hill. He is another second year teacher, but he teaches history. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're older kids in this elementary school. For me, it wasn't until middle school when we broke out and had separate teachers for separate subjects. Oh, so okay. This felt, think, felt a little weird to me, but I don't know. I think definitely in fourth grade for me and maybe third grade we had. Oh, we started having okay. subjects, yeah. My elementary school, I went to fourth grade. Oh, and I was I, I wasn't in Philly, but I was like right outside of Philly. Yeah, interesting. Okay. But yeah, and then Jacob is the other teacher that survived one year and yes. is still sticking around. So Jacob and Janine are uh, friends for that reason. Yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. Uh, as close as they're closer to each other than any other teachers in the school at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Would would you did you say that they're friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna get to more on Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob is the reason I'm not sure if they're actually friends, but we'll see. Okay. And then which teacher is next? I think we we basically just this they just throw a whole bunch of characters at you real oh, fast yeah, yeah. here. They throw you like little scenes. Um Melissa Shometti is our Shometti. She is a another second grade teacher, but she's been there for a while. Um, but she's like a stereotypical like South Philly Italian woman. Like they're trying to do, oh, okay. get this confessional out of her and she's like she, they, I guess they ask her name and she's just like Melissa, and then it takes a while, and then she's like Shometty, fine. She like she doesn't yeah, want to, she tell didn't want to say her last name. Yeah, I think at some point she's even like 
Are you guys cops? You got to tell me if you're cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't even think, I don't know if she has like, if she does sketchy stuff or if she just is like overly cautious or something. I don't know what it is. A little yet. bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. They do show her teaching her kids that $100 is also known as a C note. So yeah. her <laughs> yeah, like yeah. highlighting moment right now. Now this actor from Melissa, mm-hmm. did you recognize her from anything? She felt familiar, but I wasn't sure. And then I didn't look her up. But now I feel like I have to. <laughs> this is Lisa N. Walter. Okay. And she plays Chessie in Parent Trap. The um, I mean, You're familiar with Parent Trap, right? The Lindsay Lohan version. Oh, the Lindsay Lohan version? Okay, yeah. yeah it's been a long time, but okay. But she's like the caretaker at the dad's wine vineyard oh. uh, house. Yeah. And you recognized her from that? Hell yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I guess I didn't watch Parent Trap. That's my enough. wife's favorite okay. movie, so <laughs> I've seen it a few times. Fair enough. Yeah, so that's the first actor that I recognize in this. There's one mm-hmm. other one for me that I recognized Okay. when we get to it. And then I think at this point, they have most of the teachers are now in what is the, the teacher's lounge. And they're um, sort of talking about the rug issue. And then the principal comes in. Oh, this principal. Oh, this principal <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Her name is Ava Coleman. And um, she's the she seems real excited about the the TV crew being there. She's like happy that they're going to be on TV. But Miss Howard is like, you know, they're only here because they're covering underfunded, poorly managed schools, right? She's just <laughs> yeah, like that. She's the principal of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, all press is good press. It's yeah. just she's she does not seem like a typical principal. I say. Yeah, I don't know what this principal's like goals are in like the show uh i guess they're just getting by day to day yeah yeah and i think we get a couple cuts of the different teachers to say that yeah she's just bad at her job yeah bad at her job is the way they describe her (laughs) (laughs) but then they get into i think um janine i think starts complaining about the rugs to ava the principal Mm -hmm. and she basically doesn't get anywhere because like you know they don't she doesn't have money so she just like plays it off with a, with a smile on her face, the, the principal yeah, does. Yeah. Oh, and the, the teacher who was overwhelmed in her classroom earlier, whose name I did not note down, she comes in and she asks Ava for an aid for her class because she's like, I can't control them. It's too much. They're, I need help. And she gets denied because it costs money that they don't have. And she's like, do you want to split your salary with someone else? No, then okay. Get back at it. Yeah. That's a much bigger request than a new rug. Yes. Because we're not talking about, like, you know, wall-to-wall carpeting. They just want, like, a new square little rug area yeah. for, like, kids to sit on if they want to read or something. Like yeah, this. yeah, like during story time. Yeah. yeah. It's, a very, it's a very small request, I would say. Mm-hmm. But that, we get a little character moment here, though, because so Miss Howard and Melissa are both the, like, veteran yes. experienced teachers at this school that mm-hmm. have been there for, I don't know how long they've been there, but long enough. Long enough, yeah. <laughs> at least they've been in the, the Philadelphia school district long. I don't know if, if, how long they've been at this school in particular. Um, but they basically, like, don't back up Janine and, like, ask for the new rugs, even though they need them, too, because they just, like, they just know they're not going to get it. And then their thing is, like, oh, you just got to deal with, like, you just got to make do with what you get. Don't don't mm-hmm. ask for anything. Like, it's not worth yep. the time to try to get new stuff. And, and Janine's kind of, like, insistent. She's like, no, like, we can get stuff. Like, Melissa got those new toy cash registers for her class 
Um, but Melissa's like, no, those aren't toys. I, I just know a guy who's <laughs> doing a demo on a Walmart and they're real cash registers. And she's like, what? Because apparently Melissa has a guy for everything. And she even referenced here that she knows a guy working the stadium rebuild. So if you need any rebar, she's got you. Yes. <laughs> and then the next thing I have is Miss Schwartz has kicked a child at the school. Is this the next thing that happens? Uh, yeah, more or less. Um, okay. Yeah, Janine's like doing another confessional and she gets interrupted by a small child going, Miss Schwartz has kicked a kid and everyone's <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah. They didn't show it or like. Yeah, it didn't show it, but it cuts to like a stereotypical, you know, like whenever anybody has a fight in a school, there's the two people and then they're surrounded by a big crowd. It's that, but the two people in the middle are the teacher and a small child. Yeah. And the teachers and the George is like, like, they hit me first or something. Yep. Yeah. But I guess I guess that was a bit of an admission that she did kick the child. Oh yeah. I yeah don't she know. was not she was not hiding that she kicked this kid. So, um, yeah, Miss Schwartz is going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, we do have a series of all of the teachers saying, like, you can't hit a kid. That's the one thing you can't do. And they're like, you can <laughs> yell at them. You can threaten them. You can threaten their parents. You could mildly embarrass them. And Melissa was like, I even threatened a grandfather once. But you can't <laughs> hit them. And then the, I th- believe the temporary replacement for Miss Schwartz is the janitor <laughs> at first. Yes. And the janitor is a character <laughs> on the show. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. In two episodes, I am not so sure what the janitor is yet on this show. But they got to him teaching the kids about the Illuminati. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty great. Don't worry. The janitor's not going to be the sub for very long. That's true. Because the next scene we get enters uh, Gregory Eddy, who is going to be the substitute replacement for Ms. Schwartz. Yes. Did you recognize yes, him? This is, yes, this is, this is my other one. This is... Oh, I forget his name suddenly, but he's Chris and everybody hates Chris. Yes. I didn't know his name. It's Tyler James Tyler James Williams. Yes. Is his name. I didn't know his name, but I looked that up. And I wrote down there's been a few weird interactions with Jacob, the the, the history teacher uh-huh. so far, but this one made me laugh. <laughs> in this scene. Okay. Um because I I guess there's a weird thing with Jacob with Jacob because He's just weird when he's trying to talk to black people. Is that like his character in the show? I think his character is he's too woke. You know, like there's a couple times where he starts to try and talk about like he did uh, Teachers Without Borders in Africa and he starts to talk about it. And Janine's like, what have I told you? Stop talking about that. It's weird. And sometimes he tries to quote like books about like white fragility and um like anti-racism and stuff like which are things that are good to read and know about but like the way he brings it up all the time feels very performative and weird and like he doesn't know what to do with himself i guess but i feel like it this this moment he like tries to bro out with him he's like oh yeah another dude teacher but also like this is his first time meeting him like he should be more formal i guess (laughs) and it's it's just really kind of like he's an awkward dude what it yeah. comes down to a lot <laughs> i think jacob's really funny on the show but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. tell like okay why like what is what are they going for with this character <laughs> i think too woke is what too woke okay for. that's okay that's, that's interesting okay uh but when when gregory the sub comes in he's like oh well, finally another male teacher another guy teacher whatever to talk to uh he was like we can talk about sports do you like women's tennis <laughs> 
or as I call it, tennis. Yeah, I don't know why he said that. That was weird. But even just, do you like women's tennis? In the context of, like, like they're in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia has four major sports teams. <laughs> yes. And then he asked him if he liked women's tennis. <laughs> I, that made me laugh pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is a, a fun character, although seems to get on a lot of people's nerves in the show. Also, Ava, the principal thought gregory was a stripper gram or something oh yeah she thinks he's super hot and is forever gonna be like bordering on sexual harassment forever okay oh no for a while for these yeah. two episodes for sure but i was yeah, like yeah. that's the whole show well that there's more to it than the show she might get over it at some point I'm, i don't it it persists for a while at least um but then like also um Let's see. Miss Howard is super nice because she's just a respectable human being. And then Melissa just refuses to learn his name because she doesn't think he'll be around long enough for it to matter. Melissa and Miss Howard are probably my favorite <laughs> characters They're a great duo. Yeah, yeah. They just get shit done. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but we do have a, a confessional with Gregory and he says he's just, he just needed a job until he can be a principal, which is what he really studied for. And uh, he said he actually interviewed at Abbott and he got the job, but then something happened. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. I heard this in the show. I didn't realize that Gregory had gotten the principal job. Okay. <laughs> yes. But then what happened is that we cut away to a confessional with Ava and she is very excitedly telling the story about how she goes to the same church as the superintendent and she caught him cheating on his wife with the deaconess. So now she's got a job. As a principal. Oh, okay that explains okay now i get the ava character more now <laughs> yeah she's just getting by day to day oh yeah this yeah. is just uh, a way to make money until it yep. stops working <laughs> yep yep okay the next thing that i have is that janine and gregory are gonna meet each other for the first time in the bathroom because they both have students yes. that had uh either throw up issues or bathroom issues that needed they needed help in the bathroom basically but I, I love, like, the first thing she says to him. She, like, brings this child into the bathroom, sees him come out of a stall with, like, some kid's pants, and she's just like, random man, child pants, security. <laughs> I was I was confused because I thought, like, oh, was he in, like, the women's room by accident? But I guess they don't have, like, girls and boys rooms at this school. It didn't seem you like that was the issue at all. probably do not have enough working toilets. <laughs> yeah. But then Gregory's talking about like, yeah, I went to flush the toilet and then I didn't realize it was going to squirt back up at me. <laughs> and she's like, oh, nobody told you about reverse toilet. <laughs> it's so bad it has a name. reverse toilet. <laughs> oh, All no. this school. Oh, no. But then, despite the grossness of this situation, there was like chemistry between them. Yeah, this is the grossest meat cute ever. Yeah, okay, okay. I I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what I just saw, but it was a super oh, yeah. weird situation. Uh, what do you have next? Uh, it is the next day, I think, and um, Janine asks Barb to review her rug request email because um, Ava had earlier said, fine, I will request emergency funding from the school board, so just email whatever request you need in. And Barb was like, that doesn't matter. She's not going to get any money. This is not going to work. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but Janine is still just like, no, this job is like, you have to try to make things better. And Barb's like, no, you just work with what you got. And so this is their contention for a while. But then Ava makes an announcement 
that everybody should come and see the new special improvements for the school. So Janine starts to brag about how she was right. And she does a little like impression of Miss Howard, which is just like, <laughs> oh, Janine, you're so wonderful. You were right. And she starts like singing a little bit. And it's just like her dream of what their relationship is or something. It is yeah. silly and does not live long. Because um, they, they go outside and see what Ava has actually, like, she actually got $3,000 of emergency funding. And what did she spend it on, James? <laughs> well, I couldn't tell if she spent it on one thing or two things. Because she starts talking about her hair. But I couldn't tell if this was just a, like, a metaphor for what she was about to reveal. Or if she actually spent some of the money to get her hair done. Ooh, I think it was just a metaphor, but I also okay. wouldn't put it past her to spend some of the money on getting her yeah, hair done. Yeah, because she was, she was talking about, like, you have to look good on the outside to, to be good on the inside. So then, And then she reveals what she bought with the $3,000, and it's just a giant new plastic sign with the name of the school on it. But it has, like, a caricature of her, like, leaning on the words yeah. of the school so, so, like, everybody knows that, like... <laughs> It's her school, basically, or something. <laughs> I don't even know what the point of it was. Yep. Yeah, not worth not worth the money. No, but, you know, it was a rush job, so she, she needed it. She needed all the money for it. It was weird. I, I guess she, I guess they were trying to make, like, illustrate her as a person that, like, oh, once she has expendable money, she just spends it immediately mm. kind of thing. There is an episode later where she spends money on, like, rims for the bus. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, she she likes to spend money on flashy things instead of useful, practical things, and she doesn't listen to the people around her. She's just real bad at her job. I guess she does think these are good things, right? Like that's the dumbness yeah. of this character. Okay. Yeah, because she has no experience in the school system. Like she's not here because she wanted to be or like came up as a teacher Qualified, or anything. Yeah. Like she's she's just here, and she's like, oh well, we'll make it look better, and that'll help. Yeah, so this is this is pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> the principal yeah, yeah. Ava, no go here. <laughs> um, so Janine has a great idea. <laughs> oh yeah, she's gonna, she just is gonna send a complaint email to the superintendent about Ava and get her fired because there's no way she can get away with wasting this money on this stupid sign. Exactly, seems totally reasonable. And she's very happy with herself, Janine. Is. <laughs> so she she goes and talks to. The experienced teachers, Melissa and Miss Howard, and they're like, oh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> because the way that it works in this school district is if, if you email the superintendent, it gets forwarded to your boss instead. Because <laughs> the superintendent doesn't want to hear anything. <laughs> yeah. So Ava is Janine's boss. So <laughs> the email went directly to Ava. <laughs> And they're standing in the hallway, kind of right outside of, like, the main office of this school. And they just look over, and Ava's sitting there with the, like, announcement microphone, making an announcement. Like, all teachers, we're going to have a trust workshop over lunch so we can be a work family. And she's just, like, staring <laughs> daggers at Janine. Yeah. And then we head to the meeting. <laughs> How does this meeting yeah. go, Sarah? So they're all sitting there. Some people are eating sad cafeteria pizza, which, ooh, that took me back to elementary school uh, pizza, which was, I don't know, weird and bad. But, um, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe you had good elementary school pizza, but we did not. I feel like we only had pizza on like Fridays, and it, I feel like it was like from Domino's or something, which I guess oh. is like, I guess it's like a different kind of bad pizza, depending on what you like, but much better than it was, the weird yeah. square 
cardboard pizza yeah. we had in my elementary school. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh, like Gregory asks why they're all there, and Ava's just like, well, first of all, I think she she calls him like her little chocolate gumdrop or some weird sexual thing. Um, but then she okay. says like, I don't know. She's always just throwing weird little like. Wait, who said this? Ava. Yeah, Ava to Gregory. Oh, oh, to Gregory. Okay, I must yeah. miss that one. <laughs> but she says they're there because she learns that someone doesn't respect her. But it's not about her because if you can't respect her, you can't respect the school. That's just mathematically impossible. And so that's why they have to have a trust workshop. And the very first exercise is they don't want to single anyone out, but you get to say whatever you want to people out loud, no matter how critical. It's going to be fun. So let's start with Janine. And she just starts saying terrible things about Janine. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like that terrible, though. It was just like silly things, right? It was like her voice is squeaky and she's annoying or something. Yeah, she's pushy and squeaky and annoying. But all the teachers got pretty offended by that. Yeah. It wasn't like the worst thing you could say about someone. I think it was more of just the idea of let's shit on Janine right now. Yeah, yeah. But then she calls on Jacob and Barb to go next. And simultaneously, Jacob starts trying to talk about her hair. And um, Miss Howard just goes, absolutely not. And as soon as Jacob <laughs> hears it, he goes, absolutely not. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess they're friends, but maybe like. I don't know. Jacob's a bit too much of a follower. I think. I just got the sense that Jacob was felt pressure to say something and he couldn't yeah, come up yeah, with yeah. anything. <laughs> but this is actually a good moment. Cause like all the teachers basically, even though they, they don't want to like go to Ava with their problems. They also are like, they're like, no, we're not just going to sit in a room and shit on each other. <laughs> like this yeah. is so stupid. <laughs> and like this entire episode, they've been like, Janine, you're wrong. Like this, this doesn't work this way. But like now they're like rallied behind her, you know, like, like yeah. she's one of us. You can't do this shit. This is bullshit. But it's fine because Ava also brought one of Janine's students to come and talk shit on her too. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. Yeah, basically, this gets to the point of ridiculousness, and then Janine's just like, look, I was the one that reported you to the superintendent. Like, everybody can know it was me. And I just, I did it because I care about this school, and is that really so bad? And then she just, like, leaves. And then everybody else walks out, too. Yeah, all the other teachers actually, like, stand up and leave, too, because they support Janine more than the principal. Yes. As they should, because the principal's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Then what happens in this great scene? They, they basically run up. All the teachers that we've met so far basically run off to catch up to Janine and tell her that they, like, support her and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like and Janine is standing outside of her classroom looking in, and um, there's a kid just sleeping on her floor. Like, he's got his jacket bundled up under his head, and he's just sleeping on the floor. And she says that, like... He does this every lunch because like, you know, he, his, his family, his family life isn't great. His parents fight a lot, so he doesn't get a lot of sleep. And he has said that the rug that was there before was like softer than his bed at home. Like, so there's this big sort of emotional moment of like, here's part of why this rug matters so much to her is because she's trying to get it for this kid amongst the other ones. And um, kind of all the different teachers take moments adding to the big speech about how why they, what they do is important and they're all like trying hard but it's really hard without the funding but they're all commiserating and at one point miss howard suggests that they put their money together and buy janine a rug but she refuses because she knows they're all poor because again no funding they don't get paid well yeah 
Yeah, Janine even make it seem like, like her salary is like the same as Miss Howard and Melissa's, even though they're like yeah, much more experienced. Like that, you don't get yeah. raises in this this system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like this scene. It was a little like it's like a real moment because like this kid, I think I think they were saying like, oh, there's so many kids in the house that he lives in that there just isn't enough beds for people essentially. Yeah. And so it's like a super real moment. But then seeing all these teachers that have kind of been like bickering with each other throughout the episode a little bit all come together and like kind of have the same goal Mm -hmm. is was finally like a good feel good moment of the show, despite it being kind of like a real moment as well. And then they finally, despite the fact that Melissa mentioned much earlier in the episode (laughs) that she has, she knows people with Mm. things, Janine is finally like, oh, like, Melissa, do you know somebody that knows somebody that can get us some rugs? <laughs> and I was a little confused at first because I was like, oh, maybe Janine remembered that she knew somebody that knew somebody. But no, they actually just used Melissa, like exactly what Melissa said earlier yeah. in the episode. And basically the guy that she knows that works is doing the renovation at the stadium. She gets him to just like snag some carpets that are going to be put into like the new rooms, I guess, that mm-hmm. they're building for the stadium. Yeah, so all the teachers now have nice new rugs with the Eagles logo. On yeah, it's them. they're ba- they're just Eagles rugs. They have the <laughs> giant they're green with the Eagles logo on them. Mm-hmm. But they seem nicer than the rugs they had oh, previously definitely. as well. Yeah. So um And probably more durable, you know. They're like high traffic rugs or something. Yeah. But yeah, Janine tries to thank him and is like, "What's your name?" and both the guy and Melissa at the same time are like, "He doesn't have a name. Stop asking the question." <laughs> yeah. It's the first time knowing using people that know people. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then I think Janine is going to talk to Gregory after their their win for the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gregory said he's going to stay for the kids. Yes. Or the maybe. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe also for Janine? Question mark. <laughs> he will not say that outright, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the episode ends with uh, Janine is feeling good and optimistic and she's ready to give it her all. And try to fix that reversey toilet. <laughs> yeah, the reverse. Does she try to fix that in this episode? Yes. That's the end of the episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like going through like a YouTube video of how to fix it, but then she like messes up one of the steps and tries to flush too early, and it's <laughs> the reversey toilet strikes again. <laughs> yeah. It, it ends on a nice little like her giving a final confessional where she's like, you know, um, you know, we, we don't have any money from the school or the city, but I could still do this job. And then it shows the reverse toilet situation. And then she goes, but money would still be nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. That is <laughs> good. So yeah, how you feeling after episode one? It was fun to talk about it. I I wrote down that it was actually like, it's kind of like a slow start, but I, I actually feel like almost every show with this mockumentary style mm-hmm. has kind of has that same feeling. Mm. Um, like I, I, I think there's a good amount of people that like struggle to get through the early episodes of The Office when they're first watching oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think like almost everybody that watches Parks and Rec says like, "Oh yeah, you gotta pretty much get through the first season before mm-hmm. you really get a grasp of these characters." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it felt very similar to that, in that they were like they throw all these new characters to you at you all at once, mm-hmm. and you haven't really gotten to know them, but they're already like making jokes that like it's. You're not sure what's a joke and what's not a joke because you don't actually know the characters yet. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it had that kind of feel, but uh, I definitely had some like there were some real like laugh out moments, uh, and the show was a little bit r- real at times despite being a comedy. Mm-hmm. But it was it was nice and feel good at the end. So uh, I would definitely watch episode two at this point. <laughs> 
Okay, good. Because yeah. I was going to make you watch episode two anyway. Okay, so. yeah. But I, yeah, I would, I would have to at least give one of our episode of the show. It hasn't blown me away yet, but it's, yeah, I, that's I, fair. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's just having to introduce all those characters makes it slow and, you know, you don't yeah. quite get to the, like, really how the, the show feels until the second episode. And I'd say, like, having watched The Office and uh, Parks and Rec, I don't think that the first season of Abbott Elementary suffers the same way those two first seasons suffer. Like, I think they find their their footing a lot quicker. Mm. So. I don't we'll know. see we'll what see I say what you have to two. say yeah. after the second episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, you ready for episode two? I am ready. Let's do episode it. Episode two starts with the Action News theme song. Are you familiar with this? Oh, my gosh. This went on in, like, a wave of nostalgia. Yeah. Just, like, so I'm like, oh, this, this news station was on in my house every day yeah. for a long period of time. <laughs> I don't think I ever caught the morning action action news though, because that's what they're watching here, mm. right? Uh, yeah, but they yeah, have the yeah. same jingle at the beginning of it. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you grew up in the Philadelphia <laughs> area, it's just like yeah. burned into you your know. head. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, apparently the teachers like watching the morning news together. They get in a little early um, because it calms them down after wanting to take a wrench to someone's side mirror in traffic. Which, I mean, that's a Melissa line. That feels right. Wait, sorry. <laughs> I toned out because <laughs> I toned out because you did not say what I think you're gonna say. What did you say? I said they all come in and watch the morning news together because it calms them down. After and what about a wrench? <laughs> Melissa says that it calms them down after wanting to take a wrench to someone's side mirror in traffic. Oh, okay, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you said, all the teachers uh, they want to watch action news in the morning, so they actually get there early to watch it. Because I guess I don't know they. They made it seem like they couldn't watch it at home. I, I, I think it's just a timing thing with mm, when they yeah. have to be at work, not necessarily like they don't have TVs at home. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Miss Howard is <laughs> very taken <laughs> with the news anchor that I'm familiar with his face, but... Uh, Jim Gardner. He's got to be so old at this point. Oh, he is. He's 75, okay, I think. I yeah. looked it up. And he has been anchoring this 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 action news since 1977. Like, he's a staple. <laughs> But, um, yeah, she is very taken with him. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> There's I didn't a know part where she's that. like, I saw Jim Gardner at the Chipotle once. He ordered a uh, rice bowl so handsomely. <laughs> the way she talks about it is so amazing. So weird. Okay, interesting. <laughs> and then we get a little shot with um, um, Jacob talking about how it's important to support local journalism and, you know, on the streets powerful stuff and then they cut to the news showing like a small dog riding a toy car <laughs> oh that's how they said that <laughs> and then we get a weird moment with the janitor here too right because he's yes. like my i love action news too because i can walk into the room when everybody's watching it and i can say whatever i want and nobody hears me because <laughs> that's how into yep. action news they are yes so he just walks in and is like, hey, I'm uh, going to go home today. I'm going to go fishing. And uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> he basically just like tells them he's not going to be there today, mm -hmm. which is going to be um, a problem. <laughs> yes. For this episode, be a that the janitor is not going to be around. But next, we find out that Janine has a boyfriend. Oh, no. Yes, she has a boyfriend, Tariq. That was so disappointing um, to find out. It was very disappointing. <laughs> and you even see, like, she pulled up in her car and he's in the passenger seat. And you see Gregory go in the school behind and, like, notice that she's in a car with a dude and go, hmm, 
he does not have a big reaction because he is not a man of big reactions, but yeah. he notices. <laughs> but Janine's boyfriend is like a rapper slash music producer. But the yes. way that he's talking about it and the way that this conversation going is like he seems like he's just lying about like everything, right? Is like the feel I think it's that... mostly he's just very like he is small time like he's not successful. I think I think it's true that he has a gig that he talks about you think so? in the evening. Oh really? Okay. I mean he says he sold out the show and it sounds fancy, but then when she's like Oh, maybe I should come. He's like, oh, well, you know, they only can fit 15 people in there. And if you get 16 in there, it's going to be a fire hazard. So, like, he's clearly, like, only performing at small locations. And Well, I don't know. Even the fact that he's telling her not to go makes it seem like it's not even real, you know? Well, maybe. Can you confirm or deny if this is this is true? It, it never comes up as, as a lie. And later oh, he really? does, okay. like get a job that has to do with his his music skills so like oh okay yeah but like mostly he at this point he is unsuccessful on the music front like Janine even says that like all of his tiktoks go viral which is the mark of a true musician these days so like that's that's what we're we're working with here oh okay i i this boyfriend came across as like totally like he was almost just like taking advantage of her in my that's how I felt. Oh, I think that is true in many other ways. Oh, but I okay. think he He's not totally lying, but a, he is yeah, taking yeah. advantage of her. Yeah. 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 Like he's not contributing to the household in a, you know, very good way or anything. But yeah. he's not contributing financially really. Yeah. Or in other helpful ways. Or like, household tasks yeah. and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think and but like there's another character moment for Janine. Like she's just like probably too nice. Is how to mm-hmm. describe Janine. Yeah. The boyfriend just like casually mentions that he's hungry or something. And she's just like, oh, here, take my breakfast sandwich that I got. <laughs> like, yeah, eat it. I'll just grab something in the school cafeteria. Even though like last episode, she really made it seem like the school cafeteria had terrible food. <laughs> terrible. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like she didn't even think twice about giving mm-hmm. him her breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Which is going to lead to her not eating breakfast. Yes. Uh, which is going to be. It's going to be important later. <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think she also, like, is, is I don't want to say she has ill intent here, but, like, she also, like, wants him to do something after this. So maybe that is also part of it. Cause she, oh, you think she's being extra nice, more nice than normal here? Well, probably not. She is probably very, not, very yeah. nice. Um, But there, she says that their rent is going up, so they have to redo their budget. And she has left the, like, folder of important financial stuff in the kitchen. And she's like, go over the budget. Like, I need you to do this. And it's like, clearly he does not have a job to get to. So, like, he should be able to spend time on yeah. this. But um, he keeps, like, going, oh, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. And she's trying to, like, emphasize this is important in a way that, like, it sounds like he's been putting it off for a while. But it's also not firm enough where, like, he will actually do it necessarily. So she, I feel like she has a rough start to her day. Yeah. Because she's kind, of, she's kind of like, hey, I really need you to get to this, you know. If you have the time to like, she, like, you know, she's like yeah. half being stern about it, but not, she's no Miss Howard basically. Is what... Yeah. Yeah. And she can't count to 40 to make him do it. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. it's just, yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, so Janine goes in the school and I don't know, it, I think they refer to this as the back hallway, but maybe it's also one of the entrances to the school, but basically mm-hmm. there's like a kid who's just like standing there and, and she's like scared to walk down the hall because all the lights in the hallway are like flickering. <laughs> Yes. I think yes. this is where, like, the kid, I don't know if this kid or some other kid refers to it, like, they're like, 
I felt like it feels like I'm in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is like, how did I even know that movie? <laughs> yeah, I think later she tells the other teachers in the teacher's lounge, and she's just like, how, well, they shouldn't even know that. And they're like, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, the teachers, yeah, the other teachers didn't seem to think that The Shining was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. But this is going to be the, like the issue that Janine is going to try to be solving mm -hmm. for the episode to try to like fix the lights because she is not happy that the kids are scared to even walk into the school. Yes. And Mr. Johnson has not gone fishing yet. He's on his way, but she tries to get him to fix it. And he's just like, we're going to need a proper electrician to get in here because I can't do anything about it. And also he's going fishing. And so maybe they'll fix it later. It ends up being a lie, right? Like he could have fixed it maybe. Um. No, I don't know that that, because I think at the end, he just fixes what she ends up breaking. I don't think he fixes the initial flickering light problem. Oh, he doesn't. Does that actually yeah. remain in the show? The flickering lights? No, but okay. I don't know. You don't know. This is unclear by the end yeah. of the Yeah, all right, episode. we'll get to it, we'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, so Janine is again frustrated by someone in her life not do like putting off doing something important like she says she, she looks at this kid and she's like i promise i'm gonna actually get to it unlike janitors and boyfriends and this yeah. kid is confused yeah but... <laughs> and then we we cut to uh gregory's classroom it's like the school starts at like eight o'clock but it's like nine o'clock right now and mm -hmm. some mom with her kid just like walks into the classroom and drops the kid off like an hour late for school <laughs> And the mom came all the way to the classroom, which is weird. Like, oh, to yeah. the kid's desk. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was weird. Like, even if a kid was late, I, you'd think they would just walk in by themselves. Yeah. yeah. I think that's just for the convenience of him meeting the parent, I guess. Yeah, you know? or something, yeah. But he's like, it's nine. And she's just like, word. And leaves. Word. <laughs> and leaves, yeah. But he's, he, he, like, half-heartedly tries to be like, school starts earlier than that. <laughs> it's yeah. just ineffective. And she's gone. I can't tell if Gregory knows how to deal with this situation but only because he's a sub he doesn't feel like he has the authority to i think like they have set this weird dynamic up where he studied specifically to be a principal and doesn't know anything about teaching really oh okay which That's i what didn't know if i didn't know that was an option like i just assumed you were a teacher for a while and then became a principal i don't know um Oh, maybe he didn't but, practice the teaching skills as hard. Yeah, <laughs> something or something. Like yeah, yeah, it's 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 there. It's like what he focused on is different enough that he does not have the fundamental teacher skills, but he still was qualified enough to work as a substitute in the school. He's district, better than the so, janitor. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. True, it's a low bar, and I don't know that he's like terribly into teaching either. Like he's very focused on like he wants to be a principal and he's just biding time until he's able to get a principal job so this this kid wasn't it wasn't his first time showing up an hour late it's like it's basically been happening almost every day yes so this is the issue that gregory's will be tackling for the episode mm -hmm. uh, but back to janine mm -hmm. and she's just gonna go she's gonna go get a ladder and climb up <laughs> they're like the fluorescent lights that are like in the ceiling Right mm -hmm. or like LED yes. lights. I I don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think um, they're fluorescent. But like the lights. the long tube lights. Mm -hmm. uh, so she gets a ladder and she's determined to fix it. And then she like gets like one run up the ladder, ladder, and she's like, "Oh, I forgot I was afraid of ladders." <laughs> 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 and she said, "I think she says afraid of ladders, but I don't know if yeah, that like not afraid of heights specifically. Afraid I, of I ladders. wasn't sure if that was like an equivalent of afraid of heights or just like I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But she just sees, like, a dangling wire. Because there are a bunch of them up there. 
oh that's easy that's all it is and she like jams the wire in somewhere and then the whole hallway just goes out (laughs) did it work for a second (laughs) yeah it got real bright and then like the whole hallway went out and then like teachers and children are coming out of rooms because other rooms are out of power and it turns out that not the entire school is out of power but just a portion of it she's totally destroyed yeah and then we find out that ava the principal is a doomsday prepper (laughs) yes everyone's very calm and she's just like it's the end of the world get ready yeah this principal is so ridiculous (laughs) yeah miss howard just calmly just gets Mm -hmm. the information people she finds out okay the gym still has power and she's like all right every class without power we'll just go to the gym and take a corner of the room and we'll keep on teaching like she she just knows how yep. to deal with it immediately. She is amazing. <laughs> and then the scene ends with Janine, like, she, she's struggling yeah. to get down to the ladder. <laughs> yeah, Gregory's helping her, and she's like, am I doing it? Did I do it? Am <laughs> she, I down yet? And she's she like, hasn't, hasn't moved. moved. Yeah. And then everyone's going to go to the gym. Yeah, and so you have, like, four classes trying to be taught in the room while gym is also happening, and it is loud and difficult, but, I don't know, Gregory seems unfazed. Yeah. And then I, I wrote down as another uh, boyfriend moment in this episode that Janine gets a text from her boyfriend and the text is just like, remember to gas up the car. Yeah. So like he took her car, drove it around and, and did not fill up yeah. the gas. And it's just like, this guy seems annoying. It doesn't seem like the boyfriend is like even like carries money on him, on him or like yeah. he does, but he doesn't want to waste it on like everyday tasks you know he is not terribly he he wants he wants janine to use her money on the Mm -hmm. gas and food and stuff so he's like kind of hoarding his own money or something that's why i felt like this guy was like conning her or scamming her Mm -hmm. or like doing something above just like being a bad like he's he's doing it intentionally he's not just like being a bad person naturally or whatever yeah Mm, yeah i see what you mean but yeah so this like gets her annoyed again and she's like i gotta take care of this i i I broke the power i gotta fix the power and gregory's like you should really just wait for someone because you know you're gonna have to climb on a ladder or something again and that that's gonna be a problem (laughs) but no she's intense on it so like she skips lunch to go and try and fix the lights yeah but something i forget how they set this up but we find out that um we found out that the lunch ladies don't like (laughs) janine oh yeah she tries to give her excuse She's the the some of the teachers are leaving for lunch and they're like, You coming, Janine? And she's like, No, I think I'm gonna stick around and help the lunch ladies. So she's like covering for the fact that she's gonna try to fix the lights because no one wants her to fix the lights. And then Melissa's like, I know that's a lie because the lunch ladies don't like you. But Janine didn't even realize they didn't like her. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. They cut to a confessional with the lunch lady. <laughs> This made me laugh. Really, this was good. <laughs> she, and then quickly, she her the oldest her whole line. She's like, she always coming in the kitchen saying hello and whatnot. It's unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they don't like Janine. I mean, <laughs> she she's says not to wrong. load too much. I guess. Well, is it? You think it's like a legitimate a- complaint? Well, she doesn't have a hairnet on. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, you know? I, I like, guess you so. Know, yeah. Okay. Bringing up I guess third so. party contaminants into their sanitary yeah kitchen. i guess that's true i thought it was i took it as more of like they they just didn't like people 
like random people saying hello to them all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, and also like but I guess it is unsanitary. You're right. Yeah, Janine is portrayed as like a overly peppy sort of maybe a little intrusive person where you know yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> her her hype level is up higher than other people's and get she gets on people's nerves. Yeah, <laughs> that that line made me laugh. <laughs> That's the, that's the only line from the lunch lady we're going to get. I hope the lunch lady yeah. is still in the show later. Uh, we get a different lunch person, a lunch man later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. She might come back. Uh, what's next? I think we get Gregory. Oh, Gregory has asked Miss Howard for help with, like, what's he supposed to do about this kid? Um, But the bell rang. So she's like, you know, over lunch, I go to the the nail salon. Come with me and we'll talk about it. So they, they go to the nail salon, and he tries to sit down next to her, but the, the workers at the salon are like, no, you, you can't only sit if you're getting your nails done. And he's like, fine, I'll get clear nails. And she's just like, no clear. <laughs> that was weird. I don't know if that, is that like a cheaper thing. Like, it's not worth their know. time to do only clear. <laughs> maybe. I'm or they not were sure. just trolling him. I don't know. Solid maybe. But he decides to get a single blue nail so he can sit down and talk to her. Basically, she's just like, yeah, you just got to talk to her. Yeah, like, she didn't have any more have advice. <laughs> yeah. But earlier when they had talked about it, like he referenced which kid it was, and she was familiar because she had that kid in her class. When, when he was in kindergarten or something. Um, so really this whole thing is a setup because the mom of that kid comes into the nail salon when, when they're there because Miss Howard remembers that this is the mom and she is also in this nail salon every week when she comes in. So yeah, she sits down next to Gregory and he is just like the most awkward person in the world. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't, I don't know, he wasn't the most awkward but well uh, he just would not start a conversation yeah, he, just, he didn't talk but it wasn't actually weird because it didn't seem like it was weird to just sit in silence in the nail salon well yeah but that's, he, that's fair. we from his perspective which we're kind of watching it through is like he wants to start a conversation but he's not doing it because yeah, and he, 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 doesn't he looks know what to super say. uncomfortable yeah he's not like saying weird stuff and making it awkward though yeah they, did, yeah, they didn't true. have he, they didn't make it like that yeah yeah he, he's not pulling um a Jacob. But um I love this scene, Sarah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because this is such a Ted Lasso scene. Like, oh yeah. Like so the thing that I love about Ted Lasso is yeah. that it's a comedy drama, so there is drama in the show. But yeah. every dramatic bit for the most part in that show is like if there's a conflict between two characters, that conflict will be resolved within like one or two episodes because everybody in that show is like actually an adult that is willing to talk to each other <laughs> about their problems. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas like other shows you'll watch and like two characters will have like a massive feud against each other for like an entire season just because they're unwilling to talk to each other about how they're yeah. feeling. And that's like, that's the kind of drama that I'm just like, I'm not here for it. I don't really want to mm -hmm. watch that, you know? Right. So I don't mind a little bit of conflict as long as like, you know, people are going to be like adults at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Gregory finally gets encouraged by Miss Howard to actually talk, start talking to the mom. And then mm -hmm. he's totally eloquent and <laughs> presents a very good case. And it's just like, hey, your kid is really smart. But every time he comes in late an hour, he's missing this activity and this activity and this activity. And the mom is like, oh, really? I like, I thought you guys just like build blocks all day or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She didn't realize that he was like actually missing legit learning 
like mm-hmm. coming in an hour. So she's just like, oh, I'll definitely bring him in on time from now on. Yeah. And she was the only, she was only bringing him in late because like it was convenient. It was convenient. When her work yeah. started. Like it, it wasn't a big thing. So yeah. Yeah. She she's, uh, has a totally re- reasonable response. It's just like, oh yeah, I will fix this. Yeah. So it's issue nice. resolved. Two adults talking to each other resolved the issue. That was awesome. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, the uh, power in the school cannot be fixed by talking to it. Yes. <laughs> because uh, we come back to the school and Janine and Jacob are like at the, what is it? The circuit breaker, the big box with all the, the switches in it. And um, yeah. she opens it up and it's just like things are labeled like don't touch, not even a little bit. And it turns out like they're boys to men songs or something like nothing makes yeah. sense in here. And also there are just wires everywhere. Yeah, they made a bunch of boys to men jokes, but I am not familiar with the song title, so they didn't land for me. But, yeah, uh, same. <laughs> but I don't know who put these here. Did like the janitor put these here? Yeah, he did reference earlier that he has a particular system he put in place in in like '92 or whatever. Okay, okay. Um, so I guess that was boys to men related. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I got you. But there is a little moment here where, um, like, Janine's like, oh, yeah, we can do this. I have to mess with mine in my apartment all the time, and it's no problem. And Jacob's like, you should probably move. And she's like, I would, but Tariq says he's practicing his credit score, so um, we can't really afford to move anywhere else. His credit score is, like, three-something, like 380. or something. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that's crazy low. Yeah. But she fiddles with something, and the power comes back on, right? Definitely. No, no. <laughs> I wrote the the first time I wrote, oh, the whole power of the school went out. Then I found out, oh, it wasn't actually the whole power. I think now the whole power in the school is yeah, out. Yeah, now because the entire of power is out. Yeah. yeah, and it is important to note that today has been referenced as a very hot day, and so now the air conditioning is out too. Even though they said it was February, it was like a super hot day in February, right? Yes, it was something and weird it gave like that. Yeah, Jacob, time to talk about global warming because he's very. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying now with like the super wokeness. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got you. So I think I think uh like Gregory and Miss Howard get back from the nail salon. Yeah, all at this the point. other teachers get back from lunch and they're super mad. <laughs> yeah, they're always like yelling at you, like, what did you do? You said you wouldn't do anything. And then Janine just gets overwhelmed and then she actually like passes out because she also skipped lunch. In yeah, she has to not breakfast. eaten all day and she gets yeah. lightheaded, yeah. Um, and then next thing we know, she's waking up in the nurse's office. Yes. And she leaves the nurse's nurse office to find out, to find that everybody's like in the courtyard of the school and they just like, like did the classic like city thing. I don't think it's like oh, only yeah. a Philadelphia thing where they like pop open a fire hydrant. So it's like a sprinkler basically. Yeah. 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 That is a, I think that's universally a city thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like, okay. This, the entire power in the school's out, and the air conditioning is not working, and it's super hot. So we'll just crack up our fire hydrant and let the kids play outside all day. So like, yep. all the other teachers came up with a solution to get them <laughs> through the day in this terrible, terrible situation they were in, mm-hmm. while Janine was uh, passed out, basically. Yeah. And basically, Janine's going to talk to Melissa, and yeah. she's going to get a little light, a little lesson from Melissa here. That I, and then I, I like this. Melissa's going to talk to her about how. Look, you need to take care of yourself so that you can take care of these kids. Like, you can't mm-hmm. burn out or these kids won't have anybody to look out for them. Mm-hmm. 
So I like that. We're building. We're building here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's highlighting that. She's like, Miss um, Howard and I do care. It's just like, we know our limits. So that way we can take care of these kids. Like, it is a nice, like, these older teachers are teaching her. And it's it's what she kind of wanted in, like, a mentorship from Miss Howard. Just it never quite comes out in the way that she envisioned it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gregory's going to learn a lesson, too, from Miss Howard. Mm-hmm. Basically about dealing with awkward interactions because yes. Gregory basically was avoiding the mom because mm-hmm. he didn't want to have an awkward interaction. And she's just like, Hey, this is part of the job. Deal with it. Basically, it was, <laughs> That's all the lesson was for Gregory. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, she's like saying something about encouraging him to go ahead first into awkward interactions. And then he just like looks over across the courtyard at Janine. Yep. I guess he's been looking to have like, ask her out. At the very least, he is interested in her. I yeah, think. but he's kind of been avoiding her because he doesn't want to be awkward around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what happens? That was the good wrap-up feel-good. That was, yes, but there's a little bit more. Um, we see Janine inside the school again. It looks like she's getting ready to go home for the day, but she um, leaves a message for Tariq on his voicemail. And this time she is really firm about, like, he needs to look at the budget tonight. Like, this needs to happen. And at this point, when she hangs up, Gregory comes in and asks if she wants to go get anything to eat with him. And she was going to, like, initially wait for Tariq to bring her food after his show. And that was going to be at, like, 10 o'clock at night. But she, like, has this realization where she's like, no, I'm hungry now. So I should eat. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. She learned her lesson. (laughs) You're saying that you're saying the boyfriend remains in the show for a little bit yes okay i thought this boyfriend might be like you know he's out already after one episode <laughs> no no no. you know they gotta drag these gotta things drag out it. for a while okay. yeah so they're gonna have a like a food date together thing or at together? least they seemed like they were <laughs> but they're on their way out and yeah jacob invites himself <laughs> yeah which is fair you know jacob, but gregory jacob does like know. give a look to the camera like this fucking guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jacob's cool, though. He can come along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the lights come back on in the school. Because Mr. Johnson came back. <laughs> is that what the gender's name is? Yes, yes. Yeah, and he's still in his, like, fishing gear. And then he's just like, the system works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's like, did you did you touch? You must have touched something while I was gone. Yeah, he, he like, knew it. He, like, knew it. it. <laughs> if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be her. <laughs> yeah. Jenner's a weird character. Yeah, yeah like, he definitely does. Is. He just He's have fun. like these little side moments throughout the series. Like, is he ever like an episode themed around him or anything? Um, he takes a bigger part in some episodes, but I don't think we've had one that's themed around him entirely. Okay, bigger than his role in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I mean, he's okay. gone for most of it. So, <laughs> but there are future episodes where he's a bigger yeah, character yeah, yeah. than this. Oh, okay, okay. I thought he was just gonna be a consistent like side character with weird. And jokes, I, I mean, guess. he is consistently weird. I'll, okay, I'll okay. That. <laughs> okay. And then the next day, the mom and with the kid actually show up to Gregory's classroom, I think like five minutes early. Yes. So none of the kids are there yet. And she's like thanking him or like talking to her about it or whatever. And he's like, just doing my job. And she's like, well, you're doing it well, like in a kind of like flirty way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought I thought I saw that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And he's just like, okay. But, but Gregory's reaction to this is not the same that he has like when the Ava the principal hits oh, on yeah. him 
I, I felt like it was a bit of like, a, oh, okay, yeah. Because this mom is like, this is like a younger mom that's yeah. like, a tr- yeah. yeah, she's pretty attractive. So he did, he did not have, he, I, I want to say he almost had a positive reaction to it. Yeah, yeah. Despite having that. feelings for Janine, like, you know, the previous I would, day. I wouldn't say he has, I think he has the whisper of the potential of feelings for Janine. Yeah, like, it's I, so I, nothing it's right now. Barely feelings is feelings, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this setup. Oh, I don't know. Is the is the mom? I assume the mom has to be at least one more episode of this character. Nope. No, that's <laughs> no. it. Wait, that's I was it. looking forward to this like love oh, triangle. No, no, no. There is another triangle that happens later. I promise. But they just like this mom is just like never comes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this mom All never right. comes up again. No. Wow. Okay. All right. Well. No, no. But believe me, the triangle that happens later is way better. Okay. I promise you. I assume there's going to be a variety. <laughs> this. It has like kind of like the. Almost like new ver- girl vibes of like kind mm. of romance love okay. triangles that might come up. That's kind of like how I felt about it. Okay, fair enough. And then after the mom leaves, Ava, Ava's going to pop back in and hit on Gregory some more. <laughs> yeah. And then Gregory gives like his like, what the heck facial expression to the camera. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I think at one point in this episode, she says something. I don't know if it's at the end here or elsewhere, but she says something and inappropriate to him and then like it cuts away to his confessional and he's like you're getting this right yeah, he's like, <laughs> you have this on yeah, camera make sure you have this on camera just in case <laughs> yeah yeah but that's the end of episode two yeah so how are your feelings at the end of episode two did it did it find yeah. its legs for you yeah i'm in i feel like i um i like the feel goodness of this comedy mm, it's less yeah. it's it's less of like an a laugh out loud comedy as it is just a feel good comedy. I think. Mm, okay, I think it has moments of laugh out loud stuff. There though. are like a few one liners that get me, mm-hmm. like maybe at least one an episode so far. But it's mostly just like an entertainment, funny consistency, and then a feel good moments at the end of each episode. Yeah, that make up for like kind of like the realness of the actual situation they're in. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to see you know a show that honors. The unsung heroes of our society. Oh yeah, yes, in a fun definitely. and entertaining way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like it. I'm in, and this nice. is this is a nice 23 minutes. Yeah, nice without and commercial short. episode mm-hmm. that I can like probably just watch with my wife when we can actually keep up with it or watch all of yeah, it yeah. fairly quickly instead of like watching one episode a week of, <laughs> of an hour long show or whatever. Yeah, we try to do sometimes. But yeah, do we? I don't even think we mentioned what this is on. Did we? Oh, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's where how I watch it. It's on what? Yeah, what every episode ABC? is on Hulu because Hulu is part of the ABC Disney World. Mm. It's also on ABC for free, but I think they only have season two. Oh, so you well, can keep up with season two on ABC. They, I think, also on HBO Max they have it, but it's oh, only really? season one. Oh, weird. Yeah, who's got everything? Yeah, if you have HBO Max, you can go watch season one on HBO Max and then watch it for free, season two on abc.com right now. Makes sense. Or you can just go to Hulu and, you know, press play and it'll keep playing all the episodes because <laughs> yeah. it has all the episodes on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And they're probably next day. Yeah, I think they, they pop on there next day. Yeah, Thursdays after Wednesday at nine episode on ABC. Yeah, I think we're like five episodes into the second season. I don't know how many episodes it's going to have, but... I think I looked, it's like, it's going to go into January with the break, probably for the holidays that a lot of the shows have. Mm, okay. 
and that gets it to 13 episodes i think but it they there was something about the wiki that made it seem like there might be more i okay. i could be wrong though i think i saw the number 22 episodes or something at one point oh, but it, it seemed like it it was only scheduled till january which uh i don't know whatever it is <laughs> if you're that far into the show you'll just keep watching i'm sure at yeah, that yeah, point. yeah it doesn't feel like a show you know that's gonna i feel like it's a show that only can get better how far did you make in the office have you watched all the office yeah i've watched all the office the office basically like was two shows though like it it got to like a conclusion but then they kept it going with yeah without michael mm-hmm. and then you watch off of all of parks and rec i assume yes right okay yes parks and rec is great i'm trying to think of any of these shows like burn out for me i think they're they're usually pretty consistent all the way through yeah at least the ones i've watched even modern family i don't watch modern family like episode to episode but it's a show that i can throw on like if it's on tv i'll watch it and uh, mm-hmm. it's like it's very well written all the ridiculous scenarios that always yeah. they have they have separate storylines that always come together at the end and it's crazy that they came up with so many different 30 minute Mm -hmm. episodes with the (laughs) same same format that actually are funny but yeah this it is interesting this this mockumentary format how i can't think of a bad version of it why why can't i think of a bad version of the mockumentary format right maybe because whichever ones are bad didn't stay on the air long and and you didn't watch them i guess community isn't (laughs) isn't mockumentary right correct yeah it feels like it's a show that might be mockumentary, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I am in. Cool. I did it again. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch <laughs> the first two episodes with my wife, but mm. they're good enough. Good enough to watch again. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on this show? Anything you um, want to hint at for that we didn't get to in the first two episodes that could also intrigue people to watch? Uh, Well, you know, there's that love triangle I referenced. Happens. So... Which is pretty interesting. Um, ooh, the last episode of the first season takes place at the Philadelphia Zoo. So uh, okay. if you went to a lot of field trips to the Philadelphia Zoo as a child, oh, that's true, that yeah. will also be nostalgic. It, yeah. Not a big zoo guy anymore, Sarah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, But uh, it is a staple of the area, so it is familiar in, in this show about Yeah, they do do a lot of... They talk about cheesesteaks a lot. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing, like, that anything that is referenced Philadelphia, like, has to mention cheesesteaks, I feel like, at some point, which is, like, I don't know. I guess I used to eat them, but I feel like it wasn't, but it was, like, it wasn't, like, a thing (laughs) that, like, you know, everybody ate cheesesteaks all the time. Well, yeah, yeah. But they make it seem, like, they always make it seem in these Philadelphia shows, like, oh, it's, like, what you eat, like, every other day (laughs) (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I enjoy the show. Um, yeah, there's a there's a weird like tug of like Philly stuff that I connect to with it. Um, but I I think it stands up on its own outside of that. And yeah, I think yeah, I agree too. with you on the the feel goodness of it. It's it's a good show. I recommend. Awesome. Okay, are you ready for whatever the heck I'm about to pick? Yeah. This? What 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 are you picking <laughs> right, for next time? <laughs> All right. I think I I think we're picking an anime, Sarah. Okay. But I I want to give you options. Oh no. What if I choose poorly? Cuz depending on what vibe. I, I mean, trust me, they're all they're all something. <laughs> they're all a bad choice. They're all a TV show, so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, depending on what vibes you want to get into. Okay. Cuz well, you're in like you're in like the spooky options. vibe season, but I don't really understand fully what that means. Okay. Um, Do you have something that you think qualifies as spooky season? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. The first option. This is the 
non spooky season option mm-hmm. <laughs> was the we talked about this in a previous episode uh the name of the anime is rent a girlfriend uh-huh okay which is the it's a rom-com about mm-hmm. i i don't know how many episodes we'd have to watch to get the gist of it <laughs> but essentially it's like it starts out with a guy who's down on his luck because his first girlfriend broke up with him mm-hmm. and he decides to use this like phone app service that is a thing for some reason where you can like rent a girlfriend and just go on a date but it's just like a date there's no funny business uh-huh right <laughs> and then shenanigans ensue with they end up having to see their family for whatever reason and then he tells his family that it's his real girlfriend uh-huh. and then their grandparents are like friends with each other so they can't like <laughs> it's crazy shenanigans happen okay and they yeah. basically have to continue this lie that they're actually dating each other even uh-huh. though they're not yeah and that's so it's a fun rom-com that's that's option okay. number one all right okay? and then when we were watching andor and you were talking about how you like this what what, what was how did you describe the the, um, the feels of andor i forget the words like you used serious 80s sci-fi vibes and like um blade runner and alien i think is what i said okay i i attempted to search for animes that have this vibe okay because i feel like i also don't mind this vibe okay but i i need more of like uh like some sort of dystopian mm, okay um, yeah situation going on that's fair i can, I can so i found that. there actually is an anime called blade runner black locust but it's like okay. a, it's like a 3d style anime uh-huh. I watched episode one of it. I wasn't totally into it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really get into it after everyone. I, I, it was actually okay. like over a week ago at this point. So I, I want to say like it's about a girl who might have like amnesia, but she is really good with like a katana or something. I didn't. Um, I think we talked about it. I, I'm not, I wasn't huge into Blade Runner, mm-hmm. the movie, that much. So the fact that it was just like a Blade Runner spinoff wasn't enough to keep me going in the yeah, show that's fair. um but it's some if some people like blade runner and want to check it out uh there is an anime out there um and then there's one on netflix called cyberpunk edge runners oh you've okay. seen this on netflix have you seen I've, this added? I've, I've seen that it showed up and they tried to foist it at me and i was actually i was a little intrigued like i was thinking okay. I might watch it. okay i think it's only like one season 13 episodes i actually watched all of it Okay. Um so you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's it's very drama heavy, so I, I feel like whenever I watch like a pure drama show, there's always, you know, a stretch of episodes where I'm like, okay, like not they're not really progressing the plot <laughs> enough for me here. Uh-huh. But okay. it, it all but it, like it'll have like a good beginning, good ending kind of feel. So I get through it as long as it's not dragging for too long. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is actually based off of the Cyberpunk twenty seventy two or what what is the didn't you play this yeah, video yeah, yeah. game? Haven't you played this video I game? I played a good portion of that video game. What, what's the actual video game? Look at I it. don't remember. It's, it's something, something. The video game is Cyberpunk 2077. There you go. It was a big, it was a big deal when it came out. It was, I think there was a lot of hype around For various it. various reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's actually based off that. I didn't play the game, so I, if there were any references in the show that were cool, I didn't get them. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't finish the game, so it's fine. Okay. But essentially, it's a world where, you know, people are swapping out body parts for mechanical parts, essentially. Mm-hmm. that's Isn't that, like, the basis of what cyberpunk is? 
pretty much. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not totally familiar with all this, but <laughs> um, but the idea of this world is that like eventually, if you like do too much like enhancements, essentially, mm-hmm. you start having to take these like drugs almost to like get through the yeah for whatever reason, and then eventually you like it's kind of like ODing, I guess, on like you have too much cyber in you. Mm-hmm. And you, like, go crazy and you, like, go out of control. So everybody's, like, they're trying to, like, get ahead by being more powerful by getting cyber enhancements. But at the same time, if you, like, go too far, then you, like, essentially are going to go crazy. Or they have a name for it, but I forget because I I forgot all the terminology they use. But, yeah, that's the vibe of that show. Okay. Yeah, I think the video game is actually based on an RPG, like a pen and paper tabletop RPG from a while ago. And so, like, I think that, like, cyber madness was a component in that as well. Uh, or I just made all this up. I can't okay. remember. <laughs> okay. But the one I'm watching right now. Oh, there's a fourth option. Oh, yeah. Options. The one I'm watching right now that I found that I'm currently enjoying is called Psychopass. Uh-huh. And this is, like, a dystopian future. I want to say it's in, like, maybe the 2200s. It's, like, that's okay. it's further mm-hmm. in the future. Um, so it's a dystopian future. And I would say it's it's definitely dark at times. It's almost like thriller and gets okay. a little, like maybe dabbles in horror a little bit too, but little spooky season um, stuff. Yeah, but it's kind of like it's like creepy, kind of spooky. Like not, okay. I don't know. I can get through it because it's animated. Like if this was a live action, it would be like way too gross for me. <laughs> okay. Um, but this dystopian future is like it's kind of like Minority Report in a way. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have. Did you like yeah. it? Did you like Minority Report? Um, yeah, I thought the world was interesting. Did not like the part where they got new eyes. That was gross. Oh, that but was anyway. gross. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's far enough in the future, that, and I don't know if it applies to the whole world or it's just like the city that they're in. But basically, like, there's like these robots that are just like, or these like scanners, almost like like security cameras throughout the city that are like constantly scanning people, and they're able to scan your psychopaths, which is like. They also use the term like crime coefficient. So they basically mm-hmm. like they have the ability to just like scan you and just tell if you're like a danger to society or not. Ah, uh, okay. That clearly won't get misused at <laughs> yeah. all. So the story follows this there's like a girl that's the main character, but then there's a guy who also is a main character later. Um mm-hmm. but basically there's like these they're essentially like cops or like detectives. And but the way that crime works now is like they'll get an alert that there's like somebody with a high crime coefficient in like an area and then they have to go Mm -hmm. investigate it. And then they have these like guns that, that the gun basically like will scan the target and only release the trigger if they like have a high enough crime coefficient. Oh. And if their crime coefficient is high enough, the gun will go to kill mode. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. Even though they're not doing any crime. Sometimes they're, they yeah, they could not be doing crime currently. But the idea is like, I, I think, I feel like more often than not, they have done a crime if they're in kill mode. But it could just be like, oh, I've thought about killing somebody. Mm. Or like, maybe you have a plan to kill somebody. And like, that might be enough that you just get murdered by these guns. <laughs> with And like, the cops aren't really trained to like question mm-hmm. the guns. But there's like these, you know. There's there's different weirdness to this world in play that we can get into yeah. if we choose it. Um, but that's the the basis of the that's that's the interesting dystopian aspect that I thought was interesting. Yeah. 
Interesting. So yeah, <laughs> what 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 are you feeling? So by the time we would release that episode, that would be like two weeks from now potentially. That would be past mm-hmm. Halloween. When's the end of spooky season? I mean, spooky season lives in your heart. It's whenever <laughs> okay. and wherever you need it to be. I don't All know. Right. Well, you tell me <laughs> what, what kind of vibes are you feeling? Um, what you want to watch these days? I'm not feeling the Blade Runner situation right now. Yeah, I don't really want to watch that either. Okay, I, I don't think that's actually an table. option because I, I wouldn't actually recommend that, but I was just saying if you're a Blade Runner person, maybe it is, would be okay. Um, I feel like right now the last two are sounding pretty appealing. Okay. And we can circle back to the first one in the future, I think. So I don't know. If the last two, are you leaning towards either more strongly? Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's weird about Psychopaths is I... I I, I guess I'm far enough into it that it's probably fine. I I didn't finish the first season, but we're real loose with the rules around here. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's uh, let's do Psychopaths. Okay. I think I think Cyberpunk. You might like Cyberpunk. I I I don't know if there's a lot to talk about. Mm, okay. It's not. It's it's. I think it's less interesting to talk about. Okay. Fair enough. Whereas, like, we can get into like the ethics of the the psychopath system and like the potential flaws in the psychopath system but i it is dark though okay i can do dark i can do real dark there may or be may not be somebody being raped in the first episode is this is like the okay. kind of dark okay. we're talking fair, fair, okay. yeah, yeah. is that is that yeah. too much um no, it's not being like it's you're not it's not getting overly gra- there's okay, blood yeah, not super graphic, there's blood for the violence yeah. but there's not like they're not showing like explicit, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally explicit sexual content. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Where okay. does one watch Psychopath? We will watch it on. I think we're just gonna watch it on Crunchyroll. I'll hook you okay. up with how we can watch that on Crunchyroll. Okay. Sounds good. That's where I like search for animes. I didn't look into it if it if it's watchable anywhere else. So how many uh, episodes are we watching? I want to say two. Okay. Um, I'll I'll let you know if it's anything different. I think that gets us through. This the show is a lot of like since we're following detectives, it'll be like okay, then we get we'll get a case that might take an episode or two to or three ah, okay. to I like see. kind of wrap up that case. But then it's kind of building towards like oh, all these cases are actually connected, kind of thing. Mm. Um, so it's okay. building towards like a bigger finale or something. I didn't mm. actually finish season one, but <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> for sure. But that's what it feels like. Cool. Um, so I think I think the first two episodes kind of wrapped up the first kind of case, um, case or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, this will be different. Sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll try to be as unbiased towards this anime <laughs> as possible. I think it's not going to have a lot of the stuff you don't like. Because it's okay. like, it's a serious... Mm. There's nothing okay. funny about the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, there's... Okay. I, I didn't. I don't find myself laughing when I watch it. It's just serious. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Alrighty. Where can people contact us? People can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail dot com, or tweet at us at keepwatchingpod, or Instagram at us at keepwatchingpod, or leave a YouTube comment on YouTube at keepwatchingpod. And uh, they can also leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, for which we will be grateful if it is a nice rating and review, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting either way. That's true. Be we something to talk about. Feedback. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.
Bye.